This is Sportsnet Today with Logan Gordon and Peter Klein on Sportsnet 960 The Fan. Into our two of the program. Welcome back to Sportsnet today. It's Logan Gordon and Peter Klein along with you. We're coming to you live from the Doug Lacey's Basin Systems downtown studios here in Calgary, Alberta. For our friends at Doug Lacey's Basin Systems, Crack Foundation, Boeing Foundation Walls, they have a simple permanent solution to stabilize your foundation. Contact Basement Systems, they're all things basement y. Is dlbasementsystems.com. Our one Jays MLB trade deadline discussion, which will continue throughout the afternoon. We're now just under two hours away from the MLB's trade deadline coming and going. It's very quiet across the majors right now, but we'll keep you up to date with any of the moves that come down in the next little while. Also checked in with uh, Andy McNamara chatting all things NFL, some fantasy football talk in there as well. We're a couple weeks away from the NFL. Regular season beginning. Uh, preseason action kicks off on Thursday with the Hall of Fame game in Canton between the Browns and the New York Jets. Still lots to go on the program today, though, uh, and we're kicking off Hour 2 down the Atlas Beach and Sports Bar guest hotline for the WPCA report. It's time for the World Professional Truck Wagon Association Report. Hear the latest updates from the world of the WPCA and exclusive interviews with the biggest drivers in the sport. The WPCA Insider Report brought to you by the World Professional Truck Wagon Association. Racing to the Century Downs Racetrack and Casino World Finals, August 23rd to 27th. Get your tickets now at showpass.com. That's the World Finals coming up very quickly as we enter the month of August and Joining us today on the Atlas Peace and Sports Bar guest hotline for our WPCA Insider Report. Very happy to welcome in uh, Kurt Benzmiller. Kurt, thanks for the time today, sir. How are you? I'm doing well, thank you. Uh, how's the season been so far? Just finishing up in uh, in High River. I know we're getting down to the final stretch here. Uh, it's been all right. Kind of up and down for me this year. Haven't uh, been as tough as normal, but just dealing with horses and there's kind of been a sickness that's went around all the barns and it seems like we're having trouble shaking it still uh i know this is always an interesting time of year for guys coming off a stampede and then heading into what's been two weeks at at high river how do you feel your your outfits performed over two of the longer stretches on the uh tournament this uh this time of the year uh well i could say we've been battling a sickness but for calgary they really stepped it up and we ended up just missing out on the dash there um you know, that, I guess if you're going to pick 10 days to be consistent and really run, <laughs> that's days you're going to pick. Yeah. Uh, what's uh, what's the uh, the crew like for you now as you get a little bit of time in here uh, after High River and you get set for your next race coming up at Strathmore? Uh, they seem pretty happy right now. Um, we're just trying to, like I said, make everybody sure they're or everybody's happy and healthy and ready to rock for Strathmore and then try to finish out these last three weeks and hopefully be really running by the time we hit Century again. Is it is it just that constant puzzle? I'm sure it's it's always tough, Kurt, as it is with the the horses and trying to find that 
that perfect mix for your crew, but I imagine that only gets uh, a little bit more difficult for your crew when you mention you've got an illness running through there. Yeah, for sure, because you you got to make sure the horses are healthy and, and any time it's like any sport, if they're running and not at 100%, then they start to back off a little bit, and our season's like a marathon, so you you take the time off on the right horses at the right time to help you at the bigger shows anyway, and it's kind of like hockey. You can put the three best hockey players in the world together, but if they don't gel, then they're not as good. So, I mean, with us, it's the same thing with wagons. So, if you have a couple of your main horses that are just not feeling 100%, you got to sit them, and the outfit's just not the same. Uh, always a family affair when it comes to Chuck Wagons and the Benz Miller family. Uh, tell us a bit about what it's like having some family out there uh, battling with you week to week on the WPCA circuit. Yeah, well, I mean, the immediate family, I, I wouldn't even go down the road if we didn't have the family with us, you know, the kids and stuff. And then I got my nephew, Cruz, and this is his first full year because he's a member this year. and He's been doing really well. And actually in Calgary, I borrowed some of his horses and <laughs> that uh, helped, helped uh, excel me or propel me higher up in the standings for sure. And then Brother Chance, he had a good weekend last weekend. He's getting tougher every weekend. So it's, it makes life a lot easier having all the nephews and, you know, the whole family traveling down the road. Yeah, and I imagine it's always such a, a big undertaking going to these uh, these different races, having familiar faces. I know it's a, a pretty friendly uh, outfit as it is for among drivers, but having family and those trustworthy faces probably just makes it that much more uh, entertaining. Good for you guys when you got to spend some long days out there at the barns or in between races, hey? Well, for sure, it helps you forget that you're at a job. Is you know, um, it's an expensive hobby for us this wagon yeah. racing, but it's uh, it's still it's still a job and. And when you have everybody's family, you know, you're basically having a reunion every day. So it's it's nice to forget about the wagon side of it and just spend time with each other's families for sure. Uh, you mentioned that there, Kurt, it can be tough to, to run up and down to these races throughout the summer. But uh, there's always sponsors and people that help you get there along the way. Who are the, the people that help you guys get down the road uh, for these races? Oh, I have a bunch of sponsors that help us, small or big, but uh, the Versatile Energy Services, Kent and Teresa Storman, are our major sponsor, and then uh, the Grey Eagle Casino um, Resort and Casino there in uh, Satina Nation and the whole nation itself. They, they're the biggest supporters of uh, our our success for sure. And uh, like I mentioned every week that we do this, so hard to do it without the, the support that they give you guys, eh? Absolutely. I mean, between the sponsors and some of the other family and friends that travel down the road and help make sure everything runs smoothly uh, <laughs> from all the little things between in the barn to the, the actual racing itself, that's that's how we end up doing well. You know, most years is just because of the support you get from your sponsors and your friends and family fans. Uh, so getting set for Strathmore and then uh, you got a couple of weeks left and all of a sudden, before you know it, we've turned the month over to, uh, to August curtain. We're uh, battling down a century downs in just a couple of weeks here. Does it surprise you how fast it goes or does that just seem to be uh, what it is every day? Some days are faster than others out there. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I've, uh, I've had years where it didn't matter what horses we took. We, we were tough to beat. So them years seem to fly by faster and the years <laughs> that you're not quite as competitive, they seem to be drowning out. You don't want to go home. You want to try to figure it out so that you can be at the top. But uh, yeah, each year just depends on each show. I mean, it uh, yeah, just depends on the year. Uh, Kurt, best of luck uh, heading into Strathmore. Hey, hopefully you guys get over the illnesses that you need to and you can make a, a good stretch here down the rest of the month, hey? Yeah, no, I appreciate that. Thank you. Thanks for taking the time, Kurt. Appreciate it. Kurt Benzmiller joining us for the WPCA Insider Report this Tuesday. That's brought to you by the World Professional Chuck Wagon Association Racing to the Century Downs Racetrack and Casino World Finals, August 23rd to 27th. Get tickets now at showpass.com or... Peter Klein, you can be tuned in right now, Ooh. and we're going to give you a chance to win tickets 
Me? To the uh, not you. Oh. Even though you're technically not <laughs> yeah, I don't you're not you're... one of us. You're 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 kind of one of us. Pass so. doesn't work. I can no. just, yeah, I, I could qualify. We we've put you on a special <laughs> list of things that include ticket giveaways and I'm on a few specialists. Staying so out of fair. places, but that's a different thing. <laughs> uh yes, as if you mentioned there uh, with Kurt, a couple more races and we're already back here in Calgary for the Century Downs uh World Chuck Wagon Finals, August twenty third to twenty seventh, literally a couple weeks away. We got Strathmore to hit up coming up on August fourth to seventh. That's a big one uh, around the province of Alberta. So you still got Strathmore if you're looking to get out here. Battle of the North up in Dawson Creek. Battle of the Rockies and Rocky Mountain House, and then all of a sudden we'll be here at Century Downs World Chuck Wagon Finals. And every Tuesday from now until the end of, uh, well, really until the the Century Downs World Trade Wagon Finals coming up on the twenty third, uh, we're gonna give a chance for one lucky listener to get tickets. For Friday, August 25th, you get a a behind-the-scenes tour for you and three friends at the WPCA World Championships. It's an absolute awesome opportunity for you to go behind the scenes, see what the drivers put in on a day-to-day basis at one of the biggest races of the year here in Calgary. If you haven't had a chance to go out and check out the chuck wagons, we've been telling you about it for weeks, whether it was Calgary or High River or any of the other stops still to come on the WPCA Tour, uh, you have to get out there and go, but maybe this will be your chance to go and do it. The World Pro- Professional Chuck Wagon Association Finals at the Century Downs Racetrack and Casino, August 23rd to 27th. Racing starts at 7 p.m. Wednesday to Saturday and 2 p.m. on Championship Sunday. Five-day championship event will feature the world's premier Chuck Wagon drivers, outriders, and horses competing for one of the richest prize money payouts in the sport including over $100,000 on Championship Sunday. Like I said, you can get your tickets now at showpass.com and be there when the wagons roll. But every Tuesday on the program, after the WPCA Insider Report for the next couple weeks, we are going to give you a chance to win a four-pack of tickets uh, to head down on Friday, August 25th, and get a behind-the-scenes tour for you and three friends at the WPCA World Championships. And it's going to be a real easy one today. All you got to tell me on the text line at 960-960, as of today, August 1st, who sits atop the driver standings in the WPCA? First and last name have to be on the text, and you got to tell me which driver is sitting on top of the WPCA driver standings right now. If you get that correct, we'll throw your name into the randomized generator, pick out a name, and you can win four tickets to head to the WPCA Finals on August 25th and get a behind-the-scenes tour thanks to our friends at the WPCA. Uh, Klein, did you get out to uh, any of the chuck wagon races? Did you get out to any stampeding this year? Uh, I was not able to get out to the chuck wagon races. We had some people down, but um, I, I know a lot of people, we actually had some friends who they had family fly in from Ontario specifically to watch the chuck wagon races. Yeah, we can do some of the other stuff too, but got to see the chucks. So yeah, that this was a, a year off from me and Kind of missed it. So th- this is an opportunity that, that those uh, out there should not let pass by. I've got good friends that uh, are in High River. They do not miss the High, High River chuck wagon mm. races for anything. Stampede just a little bit too crowded for them to make the drive up, fair. hit up the sea train. There's more people at Stampede than in High River. Exactly. So yeah. So, <laughs> and look, any of the races, I've been telling you this, it's been a really cool opportunity doing these WPCA reports. All of the races have their own... Um, uniqueness to them they have their own um aura about them whether it's high river over a couple of weeks here or strathmore coming up 
Grand Prairie is a big one. Medicine Hat's a big one we did earlier in the year. Pinoca Stampede in June and early July is a big thing out in Pinoca. Uh, and these drivers are literally grinding out all summer, stop to stop to do this with 20 plus horses and crew members and outriders and feeding them and taking care of them. Uh, it is a battle in and of its own. Yeah. And uh, a chance for you to go out and see them at the Century Downs racetrack and casino. At the end of August, you don't want to miss it because this is an opportunity to go and see what they're doing, uh, get a firsthand look at one of the best facilities to go and do it. So again, if you're listening live or if you're uh, listening online, we'll give you some time to get this in at 960-960. If you want that four-pack of tickets and uh, a behind-the-scenes tour on August 25th for the World Finals, uh, the World Championships, I need to know who is on top of the WPCA driver standings as of today. He's been all over it. He's been on the show a couple times because he's been winning so much. <laughs> so if that's uh, if that helps you with it, we're going to do these ticket giveaways every Tuesday for the next couple weeks here on Sportsnet today uh, as we get set to head down to uh, Century Downs Racetrack and Casino in a couple weeks. So we'll get you uh, a winner before we're in there. Again, 960-960, who is on top of the WPCA driver standings as of August 1st. First and last name. On the text, please. Uh, PK, we've been talking about this all day. Uh, while we wait for those answers to come in, eerily quiet for a trade deadline right now across baseball. Yeah, very quiet. Uh, the, the biggest news is that Bo Bichette's knee is fine. Um, but aside, like that, there's like the Verlander trade was basically as we were coming on the, the air this afternoon, and it's ba- Andrew Chafin is the the most recent one that that's been dealt from, uh, I believe, Arizona to Milwaukee or something like that. But the fact that I don't know that means it's not that big of a deal. Uh, yeah, it's it's very quiet, and there's very little like, oh, this big thing is rumbling. These teams are in on whatever. It's very very quiet right now. So uh, either something big is coming out of nowhere, like uh, too low to the Jays tweet that came out at like eleven fifty three uh, eight years ago. Or uh, something like that. Remember those days? Oh, so great. That that day has ruined me for social media because that was one of those. <laughs> I'll just do one last check. Let's see if there's anything going on. Too low to the Jays. Well, I'm staying up till three in the morning. And now every night, it's like, well, I need, maybe maybe the Jays have traded for Otani. Um, so we'll, we'll see. But it's, it's very, very, very quiet. So unless something's coming out of nowhere in the next couple of hours, it's going to be, uh, I think, a few teams pretty frustrated with how today's gone. And I think part of this is talking about who is selling, mm-hmm. right? How many teams, I mean, we've talked about the Mariners potentially selling here, and it's funny because in the NL, we talked today about the Padres, weirdly enough, buying. Yeah. But they're actually further back in the race in the NL <laughs> than the Mariners are in the American League. Right. I sit here and I go, okay, well, I think Seattle's being realistic, that even three and a half games back is a mountain to climb and probably not worth going out and adding any assets. No. You look on the other side of the landscape, and there's a team five games back with more teams to climb over, and they're saying, we think we have a better chance of getting there. Let's go out and add some names today. I think this is – I don't know if this is the intended reaction that baseball would get from expanding the wild card the way it has, but it's something that I think we're going to have to to deal with because there's going to be teams here, uh, PK, that honestly think they have a legitimate chance – heading into uh, the postseason when, let's be honest, some of them really don't. No, I agree. And it's like we talked about in the the first hour where you're going to have to have a real honest assessment of your team. Like, is A, 
is just getting into the playoffs enough? Because for some teams it is, right? Like for the Angels, literally just playing two or three extra playoff games is a gigantic win for them. For the Yankees, probably not. You know, and so you have to assess where you are as a franchise, what your goals are, and what are your chances if you do get into a wild card game. But to your point, look at the last place teams right now. And I'm only bringing this up so I can say this. The Yankees are last in the East. They're probably not selling. Like there's been some talk they're going to try to trade off maybe a mm-hmm. couple of expiring contracts, but they're, they're not going to really sell. The Kansas City Royals have one player you've ever heard of, and that's Salvador Perez. And that's one more than the Oakland A's have who are in last in the American League West. Like the, there are... The teams in last place right now either suck so bad you don't want anyone or are still kind of in it because, as you mentioned before, like it's the, the expanded wild card. And then like in the National League, same thing. The Washington Nationals, like they've they've already done their selling. The Cardinals have been sellers and Colorado has never had anything that anyone wants. So it's there's this weird mix where the teams that are in the sellers mode kind of already sold a couple of years ago and now don't have anything to sell. Or like you said, some of these teams are still within striking distance and feel like they are playoff teams. And then you get teams like you mentioned the Yankees. If I was the Yankees, I wouldn't be doing anything. Yeah. Right. I would just hope that the boost from Aaron judge coming back in the lineup is, and it's tough to say that because you are four games above 500 and you're the New York Yankees and you feel like you should be doing more. Right. You'd be leading the central. And exactly. Right. But that's, (laughs) And then we talked about the other side. The Padres are three games below 500, mm-hmm. and they're out here making moves, thinking that they should be in contention. You're going to get these weird teams that are, you know, again, maybe some are a little bit delirious and thinking, okay, we have legit playoff aspects. But then I think there's teams. If I'm, you know, if I'm the New York Yankees, I'm not doing anything. Same with them, the Boston Red Sox. They're a little bit closer, right? I think I have a good team. I know I have a good team because I'm five or six games above 500. Yep, that would put me in a spot to tell you. And it's, look, it sucks that the division's as good as it is because you'd like to spread some of that wealth elsewhere in the league. But it is what it is. Yeah, right. So you, you take your lumps, and uh, some years it's great, some years it's not. Take it in as an understanding of saying, look, I, I think we're still a good team, but knowing where I am, does it put me in the right position to be adding and taking things out of my farm system? Probably not. I'll I'll, I'll just play it how the cards fall, yeah. right, and, and just go from there. The one part I'm quite surprised at, and again, all this could change in the next hour 38, but neither of the central teams that are in contention have done anything with the the Twins and the Guardians. And again, both of those bad baseball teams, uh, but right now only one game separates them. So aside from a here's your problem, here's our problem trade that the the Guardians pulled off a a few days ago involving Noah Syndergaard, the like neither of those teams have really done anything and so I, I thought one of those teams would kind of look at the situation they're in and be like you know it's here we may as well try uh but neither of them are, are going for it i saw someone on social media earlier today say that they're both going with the i don't have to outrun the bear i just have to outrun you strategy <laughs> for the the american league central right now yeah that's not a bad way of looking at it actually uh so here is the latest on the jays uh from john schneider uh, speaking to the media in Toronto, this is directly from Ben Nicholson-Smith, uh, our pal at Sportsnet. Uh, he says, uh, good news for the Jays. No significant structural damage for Bo Bichette per John Schneider. Won't be in today. I.L. stint hasn't been ruled out, but Jays are going to let it play out for a few days. Santiago Espinal gets the start for Toronto tonight. George Springer will be back in the lineup. We'll get a full lineup later. Very unlikely Paul DeJong is active today, but the Jays have until about uh, 4.56 until... Uh, just before deadline time or, or this afternoon, excuse me, to uh, make that final. 
And no restrictions on Hunjin Ryu tonight for his season debut. Uh, BNS reporting if he has to, could go uh, 100 pitches plus. 150. Let's go. Yeah, Johan Sentan, yeah, no hitter. Let's go. Don't even. <laughs> 200 off the bat. It's yeah. time for you to. Time for you to really show your stuff. You haven't pitched on a in break. over a year. You got a lot of making up to do. Let's yeah. roll. Time to get that pitch count up uh, there, Hunjin. <laughs> uh, so uh, some good news for the Toronto Blue Jays. Again, a lot of people worrying that uh, Paul DeJong acquisition might have meant something bad going forward for the Jays, but sounds like they avoid major injury when it comes to uh, their star shortstop. Before we get out of here, though, uh, we have our WPCA tickets to give away this Tuesday. Uh, welcome in our wonderful producer, Taylor, this afternoon. Taylor, you've entered the names from the text line at 960-960 into the randomizer, and uh, we have a winner. Who is our winner this afternoon? Our winner is Gabe. Gabe, congratulations to Gabe. That'll be Gabe. Well done. You did the thing that we asked you to do. Good stuff. And you did it perfectly. Uh, Gabe, we will uh, text you back uh, so that you know that you are the winner of today's Four pack of tickets. We're going to do this every single Tuesday uh, for the next couple of weeks here after the WPCA report. Uh, a chance for you to go down to the World uh, Championships uh, at the Century Downs Racetrack and Casino Friday, August 25th for a behind the scenes tour for you and three friends at the World Championships. And you get tickets to watch the races. Uh, we're going to do that all uh, for the next couple of weeks leading up to the uh, to the event at Century Downs. So today's winner, Gabe, the correct answer was Chance Vegan. He sits on top of the WPCA driver standings as of today, 950 points. He's got a couple wins under his belt. And if it weren't for some sloppy conditions Saturday at the Calgary Stampede a couple weeks ago, uh, we might have been talking about an even bigger lead for our pal Chance Vegan. But uh, keep it locked here on Sportsnet 960 for more chances to win uh, as we bring you the WPCA Insider Report every Tuesday here on Sportsnet 960. We will take a break. We'll come back on the other side. The Boston Bruins getting some work done with a couple of key RFAs now that uh, Patrice Bergeron's officially announced his retirement. These could be key ads for the Bruins as they head into an important season. We will dive into that next here on Sportsnet 960. The fan. Ah, summer. It can be busy and exciting, but it can also mean employee turnover. If you own a business, you know that summer means seasonal employees, students, career changes, and people relocating. With that kind of change, it can be easy to misplace keys or lose track of who has what. Put your mind at ease and call Calgary Lock and Safe. A restricted key system can eliminate risk, giving access to only authorized individuals. Don't leave your business vulnerable. Call Calgary Lock and Safe. Visit calgarylockandsafe.com. Did you just bite your ice cream? Yeah. You're supposed to lick it. That'll take forever. I'm hungry. Doesn't it hurt? Not everyone has sensitive teeth like you, Janet. (gasps) Well, that got heated fast. So did the weather. Canyon Plumbing and Heating has a large selection of air conditioning units in stock right now. Get yours installed and beat the summer heat. Have your pick of top brands like Lennox, Train, Goodman, and Duquesne. Plus, get quick installation, discounts, and financing options. Visit canyonplumbing.com. Hi, it's me. Well, actually, I'm you from the future. I remember what you're going through. Juggling bills, rising grocery costs, credit cards. Sometimes it feels like you'll never get ahead, but it's going to be okay. You ask for help, and now we're debt-free. The folks at Grant Thornton Debt Solutions really helped. Call them today. Call Grant Thornton Limited, licensed insolvency trustees at 1-844-4GT-DEBT, or visit gtdebtsolutions.com for a free confidential consultation. When I got here, 
I just sat in the car. It seemed like hours. I didn't have the heart to go in. When I finally did go in, they were so understanding. I have three kids. It takes heart to use a food bank. Do you have the heart to donate to one? Visit the food bank near you to help and be helped. Life's expensive these days. These groceries are going to cost a fortune. But Freedom Mobile's different. They're now bigger, better, and faster than ever with nationwide unlimited plans and a growing 5G network. But they're still affordable. Whoa, pricey. Ah, at least I can write this off as a business expense. Experience the new Freedom. Get nationwide unlimited plans and access to Freedom's growing 5G network starting at 45 bucks a month. Conditions apply. 5G in select markets. Details at freedommobile.ca. There's a reason so many BMW owners choose MotorWorks. Quality work done right without the dealership price tag. MotorWorks will gladly match and then beat any competitor's price by 10%. MotorWorks. Exceeding all expectations on 51st Ave and 3rd Street Southeast. Missed a show? Listen to every hour on demand when you want it. Apple, Spotify, Google, and Amazon. Or visit sportsnet.ca forward slash 960. This is Sportsnet Today with Logan Gordon and Peter Klein on Sportsnet 960 The Fan. Don't do that, man. You got me all excited. You can't do that on a trade deadline day. Sorry, you're right. You're right. That was irresponsible. Getting me all hyped up, especially when you had your phone in your hand too. I was like, <laughs> something's happening. Nope. No, it's just it's just work. No, yeah. Back to work. Yeah. I just heard the music playing. Oh right, we gotta go. Oh, yeah. But instead of saying that, I just went, oh hey, as if the Blue Jays had just made a trade or something. But no, no one's trading anyone. It's the no. worst trade deadline ever. No. no wonder baseball's dying. Trade deadline sucks. You heard it here first. <laughs> uh, he's Peter Klein. Call him primetime. Uh, Logan Gordon hanging out with you as well. Cam and Taylor, outstanding producers, are in the other room. Sifting through uh, nothing. A whole lot of nothing. <laughs> no trade deadline anything. We're just... Call it early. We've got 90 minutes to go, but we're going to call it early. If you guys don't want to get trades, you don't get a trade deadline. Stupid GMs. Here we are. We're like yesterday. We're we're just this is total behind this. We're like this is going to be so easy tomorrow. Yeah, we're going to have so many trades to break and talk about. We should go for six hours. Right. We could just you should have hopped on at noon. I don't know why. We honestly, should have. No, nope. here we are. Nothing. Psych. Want to break down Andrew Chafin and his beard? Boy, do I. And his mustache. He looks like Kenny Powers. Oh, that's, yeah. He really does. Let's see here. He kind of looks like overweight. Oh, my gosh. uh, Kenny Powers. No, he looks like appropriate weight Kenny Powers, actually. (laughs) Um, Yeah, that's that's a a man. Yeah, that's a man. Andrew Brewers just got more manly. God, he looks like the Brewers mascot. He could be the Brewers mascot. Yeah, he's not going to pitch out of the bullpen. He's going to slide down the slide every time the Brewers hit a home run. 
nicknamed Big Country and the Sheriff. You don't get that unless you're at least 250 pounds. He, he looks like a guy that could chug all the beer in Milwaukee. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that he is one the generation removed from like just ripping on darts and having just a quick shot before he heads out there. What a man. He throws one pitch and one pitch only. Gas. Fastballs. <laughs> yes. Heater and heater. Those are my pitches. Fast and faster. <laughs> See if you can hit it. <laughs> so rude, Andrew Schaefer. I don't know the guy, but I'm just, I'm just going based off of the curly mullet coming off and the yeah. stash that would make Lanny McDonald proud. I'm sure we're not the first people to comment on from it. Kettering, Ohio. I oh, guarantee that's... there's not a thousand people in Kettering, Ohio. There can't be. There's a thousand trucks. Uh, Kettering, Ohio. It's apparently a six-hour flight from here. Uh, population of fifty-seven thousand people. Damn it. Making it the largest suburb in the Dayton metropolitan area. Wow. Big the great city. city of Kettering. How are you going to insult it? It's um, known for its National Museum of the U.S. Air Force, hmm. the Hills and Dales Metro Park, and the what? Carlin Historical Park. Yes. All things you can check out next at Kettering. Uh, it's been a tough stretch for uh, Andrew in the last little while. Klein, his last seven games, he holds a 11.12 ERA in five innings pitched. Well, that's the type of guy you want to make an acquisition for in a playoff push. Feels like a move you needed to make a trade deadline. I bet he is a great locker room dude, though. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Like, I feel like he's the guy that's he's got the cooler at his at his stall. Yeah. Big win. Chucking him out like the guy that tosses Stone Cold Steve Austin beers <laughs> in the ring. Yeah. Oh, man. Here's one for you, Hoss. Yeah. At least we're on the air for this one. Remember uh, behind the scenes now? Remember that draft that you and I were going to do post-draft uh, coverage yes, of that just never I ended? I do remember that. It's like 4.30. We're like, we're not coming on. Not but I, I cleaned my office. We're not I got do some work this. done because that was work from home time. Yes. Um, so, and then I just stayed there. But uh, no, it was like, I just got, I got so much other stuff done. I yeah. played video games while waiting for this draft to wrap up. And it, it never did. Feels like one of those days. At least we got Bo News. Like, that's good, right? Yeah. Bobachet apparently didn't do any major no, no structural damage. No significant structural damage. He might yeah. still end up on the IL, which, in my opinion, again, not knowing it, having zero of the medical reports and only just seeing the comments, uh, but in my which expert opinion. I feel, opinion, yeah, exactly, expert. Yeah. Um, still put him on the IL. D- give him 10 days off the knee. Just, like, let this thing rest up. you Because uh, I... You don't want this to turn into, oh, now his season is actually over. Let him rest it now. Roll out there with the vaunted duo of Espinal and De Jong and take your lumps with that one and get Bobachet uh, back 100%. I, I would not be risking this one even a little bit, I don't think. Let's look at this from a schedule perspective. Well, yeah, it sucks like the next few days for sure. Well, Well, no, but what I mean is they have some off days this month. And if I were to, okay, so you, you would say yesterday, honestly, I might put him on the 15 day IL and have him come back against the Reds. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I would do. Like let, just and that's let honestly, him get let ready. Him, let him take the, the road trip off in Boston and in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Cubs are awful. They're coming into town. Phillies are coming into town for a two game set, but you've got a day on each end of the Phillies two-game series 
and then you're back for the Reds, and you need another day off, and you're back in Baltimore. Yeah. I would give him two weeks, even if he doesn't need it. No, I right? agree. Let, let him rest up, get this thing back to 110%, and then uh, hit the ground running. And there's no other chance in season right now where you could put him on the 15-day di- uh, IL. I guess you're only getting one off day technically in that in that span, but you could essentially call it two if you don't start him against the Reds. So he's only missing two games yeah. or two there's two days in there where there would regularly be games that he doesn't have to miss. Yeah, there's not a lot of off days left the rest of the way here. No, like, that's uh, what I mean. And so, yeah, so you know you're right. You know, take advantage of it while you can. September's only got got three off days mixed in there. So, Sheesh. Oh, there's a series against the Royals. It's basically the same thing. Uh, well, God, a Western road trip in September. That sucks. Yep. How many runs is this team going to score in Colorado, though? Hopefully a billion. Yeah. Like 50 <laughs> in the three games. The end of the year is just so depressing, though. Man, that what are reasons at why New I want the why At I want New the York, at Tampa Bay, at New York, uh, versus New York, versus Tampa Bay. Yeah. Burf. Yeah, hopefully the, the Yankees do sell here in the next uh, hour 20 so that the, those six games in the last two weeks of the season maybe aren't as uh, as challenging coming up. Jeez. Although the American League East has been a problem for the Jays all season long now, 7-21 and 21 after the, the loss last night. So hopefully that one will be the, the whole positive regression thing that those in the stats community talk about, and we can just get, get it all out of the way in one. We won't lose for three weeks to close the season out. Uh, trade deadline continues to roll on. As, uh, Peter mentioned, uh, about an hour and 20 minutes left before the 2023 trade deadline, uh, officially comes and goes, uh, remarkably quiet, uh, is the best way to describe it right now. We haven't had, uh, we jokingly joked uh, or made it jokingly joke. We jokingly joked. Jokingly joked, <laughs> uh, about Andrew Chafin, uh, getting, uh, traded. And uh, the wonderful mullet and mustache that he takes to the Milwaukee Brewers. Uh, but that was the last deal coming down about 20 minutes ago. Past that, we were, what, at the Verlander yep. trade? So we're, and then it was DeYoung. It's been quiet, quiet, really quiet. So. Uh, according to MLB trade rumors, several teams are still poking around the catching market. That includes mm. such great names as Austin Hedges and Austin Hedges. Those are names. Yeah, well, definitely names. Yeah, it's, name. It is quiet yeah. right now. I'm really uh, surprised. I thought I thought we would see a few things break through here, but nothing has happened right now. Can add to this. This is an interesting piece from uh, Bob Nightingale on the Mets trade with the Astros. Uh, Mets are going to send about fifty-four million dollars <laughs> to the Astros in the Verlander trade if Verlander's thirty-five million dollar option. In 2025, becomes vested. He's owed about 93 million. Uh, that means the Astros would pay him about 29 million for two and a quarter years. Man, like I, I get, um, you're buying prospects and stuff. That's a lot of money to spend on prospects. Like we said, oh yeah, use those resources. That's a lot. Like at some point, maybe it's not worth it for you the. Go, you want to be what? the one that goes to your boss and is like, hey, I can get rid of him. It's going to cost you 50. Four million dollars. Right. Yeah. Hey, we made. And this he's mistake. not going to play with us. He's not going to play for us at all. Yeah. And well, you got you. Got, we got the two. We got two good prospects from their system that aren't ranked within the top one hundred in the in the entire league, but we got two good young prospects. Yeah. So the bad news is I screwed up and signed this guy to a big contract. Uh, the good news is we can get away from it. The bad news is is you basically have to pay all of it right now. 
So just think on that and I'll get back. Just to let you. that one breathe. Yeah. Yeah. For just a minute. Just meditate on it. Find find your Zen and and come away with a a, a, a result on this because we need to we need to know right now. That's an insane amount of money to just throw in. Like, yeah, take it. I don't well, care. How much did they send to uh I think it was kind of it, it was, it was basically most of Scherzer, right? Yeah, which is around that much money. So, holy smokes! Good on again. Good on you if you can do it. He's worth and, a couple billion. He should be fine. Oh yeah. Well, and the, there's one threshold in the luxury tax named after him because he's willing to spend this much money. Like he doesn't care that this is all. He found that in the couch today, so he's fine. It's just it's so much money. Apparently, Stephen Cohen has an art collection that's worth around a billion dollars anyway. So. Oh, yeah. So he just sold like his kid's finger painting and was able to pay this off. <laughs> Apparently. Oh, we got a trade. Oh. Miami Marlins are acquiring Jake Berger from the Chicago White Sox. Don't lie to me. That's actually a thing that that's happened. That's not a real person. Yeah. No, it's not. Listen, that is coming from Craig Mish, which also sounds good. I was just going to say, yeah. <laughs> Tell me. Help. Tell me you don't have a trusted source. Yeah. Without telling me you don't have a trusted source. Jake Berger. Marlon's taking a bite out of it with the uh, acquisition today. Stop it. (laughs) Stop. Jake Berger. Fully loaded, the Miami Marlins. (laughs) Come on. I will hit the button again. (laughs) Stop. (laughs) Come on. Oh. But that's it. That's literally another trade involving a human being who plays the sport of baseball. So we, we got another one. Yeehaw. Major League Baseball. Off and running. With Jake Berger and Max Powers or whatever his name is. That's uh, Andrew Chafin. Thank you very much. Yeah. Chafin? Yeah. Chaffin. Chaffin. Could be one of those. Man, it was three hours ago when we got Jays were front runners for Teoscar Hernandez. It's taking so long. Well, apparently, there are front runners in a marathon, not a Do sprint. Do something. That's a little bit. God. Imagine if this happened in the NHL. Oh, wait. It happens every year. Yeah, it happens every year. It's almost as if we overhype these things maybe a bit too much. We probably do. We yeah. really, I mean, let's be honest. We could have planned better. <laughs> we could have had backup options, but we didn't take well, those Well, we chances. do. We, we, you, you tease the Boston Bruins coming in. We can, we yeah, can we'll talk about that a... at some point. Sure. You want to go now? You want to save it for a bit? Yeah, I'm fine. That's, that's what I thought. You're, you're guiding this thing, man. I'm just here. This text uh, from Randy says, Bo can hit, but he's no better than an average shortstop. I mean, I would assume defensively. I, I, would, yeah, I wouldn't disagree with that defensively. Yeah. Yeah, I still don't know if long-term he's a shortstop, but, I mean, he has been for a few years now. Uh, eventually, I would wonder if a move to second base might be in the cards, but we'll see. Um but no, like the, Wouldn't you have done that this year, though? Well, as we have seen, they're not exactly overflowing with shortstop options, aside from him. I just I just think given the year that, that Santiago Espinal had last year, it would have seemed to Seem me like, like a time like the... to, to try that. I just feel like the defensive woes coming into this one, um, or that we have seen throughout this year, might lead you to, to doing that. And I wonder, because the, the Blue Jays were in on some of those shortstops who were available um last off season and i think there's more coming this off season um I, I think the blue jays were in on some of them so i think they had an idea in the back of their mind that maybe they would make somewhat of a switch but i yeah he, he is an average shortstop which is not 
necessarily a position you want your defender to just be average at, but he hits so much better than most every shortstop in baseball that you kind of just take the good with the bad with him, I think. He's still a hugely important part of this team going forward. Yeah, for sure. I just I just wonder, you know, because it took it felt like forever we had that conversation about Vladdy going and uh to first base and it was never as frustrating as everyone thought it was gonna be. Yeah, I mean there's gonna be blips. I just sometimes I just want him to pull the band aid on it. If you think if you don't think he's a shortstop, then then move him from shortstop. Yeah. No, I agree. Right. Yeah, like yeah. don't don't wait around and for the perfect opportunity because no. that's never going to pop up. Um, if you don't think he works at that spot, then move him from that spot. And it's worked with Vladdy. Like the guys want a gold glove at first base, right? Like it's, it, it has turned out pretty well. Um, at least we're not like, I think with Vladdy, one of the reasons you made that move was it was starting to affect him at the plate, right? Like he was carrying his issues from the field up to the batter's box. And that was starting to affect things a little bit. And I, I think same thing happened with Edwin Encarnacion for a while. His nickname was E5. Because it was just throwing error, error after throwing error. He gets that figured out. They make a couple of tweaks to his swing. And look at that. He's hitting the holy hell out of every baseball that he sees. So I, I do think some of these things are combined. But right now, it's obviously not bothering him for the most part at the plate. Because he has had a fantastic offensive season. Uh, we have the uh, quick audio update. We've mentioned it. But uh, here is just very briefly John Schneider on uh, Bo Bichette who had an MRI last night. No real significant structural damage, just some inflammation, which is probably best case scenario for us. Um, we're kind of still working through some things and taking it day by day. Warning, important, right? No significant structural damage. That's the the key words that you're you're holding on there if you're Jays fans, a little bit of yeah. inflammation. But I think, again, the manager, at this point, you know, knowing that the trade deadline is still... Uh, looming, probably keeping a lot. Yeah, no, I, I would say like you can't just throw everything out there. Like, oh yeah, we, we uh, th- this guy's completely fine. Don't even worry about it. Or oh, we're toast. We, we need to, to go out and get a bunch of these guys now. So there's you're going to keep a lot. Of, I'm quite frankly surprised he spoke um, <laughs> with the, the trade deadline still going on. But obviously, it's been rather quiet uh, around all of these things, and they had to get a lineup out at some point. So uh, a few explanations were needed. Apparently, I haven't had a chance to go through and read this, but the uh, the, the Mets have made Pete Alonzo available, uh, whether that is for now or for the future, but the Mets seem content to take at least a, a step back for the upcoming season and are gearing towards 25 and 26, which is weird for a team that is said to be in contention for Shohei Otani. Um, but I... I, again, I don't think you go and get Pete Alonso, but it feels like maybe the, the Mets teardown might be a bit more significant than we initially thought. I still think Tommy Pham, the corner outfielder for the Mets, would be a good play for the Blue Jays if they somehow stumble as the front runner in the Teoscar Hernandez sweepstakes. Uh, I think Pham would be a nice addition for the Blue Jays and the, the right field, uh, right-handed need that this team has. But uh, apparently the, the Mets, just a couple of years after making some big moves, are looking to make big moves again, just in the opposite direction. It's really into the Mets are an interesting group, and look, I think there. And look, I, I think that it's probably not incorrect to assume that. And look, Pete Alonso is almost thirty. Mm-hmm. The the value is not going to be there forever. And if you're going to take a hit, starting pitcher wise, that you just did, even though those two guys didn't work out great, you'd still rather 
have them than not. Yeah. If you're going to contend. Yeah, I mean, I guess it would that make, I don't know, can you trade Francisco Lindor? That's such a big con. I get like, I say it's such a big contract. If they eat a hundred million dollars of it, then maybe they can trade him. Like they're they are showing that they're fine to just pay off a bunch of the 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 mistakes that they have made. So if they are willing they to do that, so many guys at that right around that twenty nine thirty, yeah, you know, level that I just if you're gonna if you're gonna do it, hey, rip the band aid off, you know. I feel like like they wanted, like I said before, they wanted to be the Dodgers. They wanted to be the team that had the high-priced, high-level talent at the big league level, and then the prospects at the 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 minor league level that can help just supplement all of it. I do feel like you have to do the prospect part first, you know. And it, it's easier to throw two hundred million dollars at a Francisco Lindor than it is to go out and acquire a high-level prospect. But the, the cupboards are basically empty there aside from some of these things now. So maybe they're paying all of these extra, all this extra money to try to buy prospects, but it, it feels like they tried to try to have it all in both areas and instead didn't get enough in either area. You know, uh, this uh, tweet from Jeff Passan pretty much summarizes how trade deadlines been here for major league baseball uh, Dodgers and Tigers had a trade in place for left-handed starter Eduardo Rodriguez. Rodriguez invoked his 10-team no-trade clause that included the Dodgers. Deal is now dead. Who puts the Dodgers on a no-trade clause? That's a very good question. Do you hate winning and you hate money? Right. Because Typically awful place to live. Los Angeles, California. I would hate to spend time there. I'd much rather be in Detroit. I mean, to each their own. Am I missing something there? Does he have a... A history in L.A. that he doesn't want people to know about? <laughs> Who's ever said no to L.A. from Detroit? Yeah, that is... The old 47 and 59 Detroit. Yeah, look, we're only six and a half games out of first in the Central, okay? We, we, we can still make this thing. Like, I, I can understand. It's a long move, and if you don't want to move your family, you don't want to move your family. And maybe there's personal what, but it just... It seems from a everything-on-the-outside standpoint, that is a hilarious decision. To, to be making. And we've seen it a couple of times. Like Lance Lynn basically hated the coasts uh, before he eventually waived his no move clause or whatever, the no trade clause. Cause his, his no trade clause was like, it was the Yankees, the Red Sox, the Marlins. And then it was the, the angels, the Padres and the Dodgers. Like my, my guy just loved flyover States, but what we're seeing that a little bit more. And I'm surprised because the Dodgers, like, I don't think they have a, a bad reputation for treating players poorly or, or anything like that. All they do is just win. So I am, very, very surprised that what we're seeing the LA Dodgers end up on on no trade list. But also, uh, Blue Jays, maybe go get this guy. <laughs> yeah, who knows? Uh, so that's where we're at with the trade deadline. Uh, waiting for deals that aren't happening right now. The latest non-trade, Eduardo Rodriguez, uh, has the Dodgers on his 10-team no trade list. Uh, despite the two teams having come together on terms of a deal, uh, he'll be staying at least for right now. With the Detroit Tigers, we will head into our final hour, uh, which is also the final hour ahead of uh, trade deadline action. Anything happens, we will bring it to you. Nothing happens, we'll continue to uh, bitch and moan about it. Um, <laughs> but uh, we will be back for another hour, and we will talk uh, a bit about the Boston Bruins and some of the RFA work that they got done today. Where does Peter Klein see them now that Patrice Bergeron has officially retired after 19 seasons? We will dive into that. Hour three, Klein and Gordon, Sportsnet 960, The Fan.